Are you living in pain? Is it joint pain or muscle pain? If so, stay tuned. Welcome to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow from the Darrow Stem Cell Institute in West Los Angeles. This is the program that can give you effective solutions for the pain you've been living with. Dr. Darrow is a medical doctor, board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. He teaches about the use of prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells. Today's program could open up a new life without pain for you. And now, here's Dr. Darrow with his co-host, Dr. Nita Valens. Well, hi there, Dr. Darrow. Hello, Nita Valens. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm excited. You know what about? Uh, go ahead. Tell me. Well, I'll be lecturing on Sunday. Oh, right. The September Cancer Control Society 6th. Convention. That's right. Yeah, at uh, the Universal Sheraton. I'll be on the stage from 12 to 12.30 approximately. They're usually a little bit late. And I will be talking about, guess what? Stem cells and platelet-rich plasma, which are uh, two of the forms of regenerative medicine. Fabulous. And that's at the Sheridan Universal in North Hollywood. Yeah. It's called the Cancer Control Society Convention, and they can go to that website and see more information about that. So that's great. And we'll announce that again during the show. Yes, we will. So that would be um, Sunday. And then after you finish, since we're here Saturdays at 1 o'clock, Sundays at 2 on 8.70 a.m., they can go to their car radio after your talk and they can hear the show. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. So that's funny, yeah. I like that. All right, so let me tell you some information. Grab a pencil. We are going to talk to you today about prolotherapy, PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and stem cell, the latest treatments in the last few years that have been added. If you want to see videos of this work being done, you can go to prpmd.com. That's www prpmd.com. You can see videos there off every page. You can email Dr. Darrow. And by phoning in the show today on our toll-free number, 1-866-870-5752, what you can do is get free books. There are three of them, a free book on prolotherapy, a free booklet on age management medicine, and a free booklet on the latest treatments, PRP and stem cells. How about that? That's, Sounds pretty cool. I think so. one 870 So until we get callers, um, I have some really interesting emails that came in this morning. Would you be okay with that? Of course. You're good to me today? I'm always good to you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here's one. Um, I won't mention anyone's name. Please email me, by the way, at uh, prpmd.com. And PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma, and I'm the MD, Mark Darrow. So prpmd.com. Every page has a place to email me. Uh, Hopefully you're not shy and you will call in. And what's the call-in number, Nita? 1-866-870-5752, 1-866-870-5752. 1-866-870-5752, 1-866-870-5752. And then um, if you do want to call in to talk to Julia or someone else at the office, our phone number is 800-300-9300. And uh, if you want to get into detail about the treatments that we can't do on the radio or ask questions of Julia, she'll spend as much time as you need to give you the information about what regenerative medicine is, what it works on, although I'm going to try to cover that today. 
So this person emailed in this morning, and it said, had reconstructive knee surgery, uh, and this is fairly recently, ACL, LCL, and meniscus. So ACL is the anterior cruciate ligament. That's the fibrocartilage strip of collagen that holds the tibia or the leg bone onto the femur, the thigh bone, so it doesn't slip back and forth. And uh, the LCL is the lateral collateral ligament. That's one of those pieces of collagen that's on the outside or lateral side of the knee. And then the meniscus, which is on the inside, that's the cushion between the bones. The bones are covered with what we call articular cartilage that makes the bones smooth so they can slide on each other and they they sit on the meniscus. So it's very common. Almost everyone who comes to me has a meniscal tear. That doesn't mean you get surgery for a meniscal tear. But anyway, um, this person did have the surgery and uh, typically what's done is the ACL, if it was torn, will be grafted from the middle of the patella, which is, or the patellar ligament, which is, or the patellar tendon, however you want to call it, which is that round bone in front of the knee, down to where it inserts on the uh, tibial tuberosity, that place that young boys get uh, hypertrophied or grown from jumping a lot, you know, in Osgood Schlatter's disease. So that ACL is replaced uh, from the donor site. The LCL may be stitched up, and then the meniscus is shaved down or cut out, none of which I think is appropriate in most cases. After the surgery, the person got a DVT, that's a deep venous thrombosis that happened five days later, which unfortunately um, is fairly common. It's not something that happens regularly to people, but it's common enough that I see it a lot. Um, They're taking Coumadin, which which is a blood thinner. Um, the problem they have right now is they can only flex their knee, that's bend their knee, from straight to bent to about 90 degrees. That's not very good. Usually when that happens, it's very tough to get that range of motion back. Uh, The person's been to a physical therapist, it's not helping. They're on pain meds, ibuprofen, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, they're not able to take pain meds, I'm sorry, or ibuprofen because they're on Coumadin. Um, the physical therapist and the orthopedic surgeon that did the surgery suggest what's called manipulation under anesthesia. That means they put the person to sleep and they break the joint loose. This is done very frequently with shoulders that are frozen. You hear of adhesive capsulitis. So uh, this person says they definitely want the range of motion back. Not sure if MUA, that's manipulation under anesthesia, is the best way, considering the DVT and being on Coumadin, because if they break the tissue loose, they can propagate that that uh, thrombus and make uh, their life a little bit dangerous to live. And being on Coumadin, there can be excess bleeding because of it. So the other side effects they've heard of, the other negatives, are broken tibia, broken fibula, the femur. Any thoughts, suggestions, or alternatives? So thank you f- so much for sending this email because it gives us so much information to talk about on the show to educate people. Number one. I don't jump into surgery. I was trained in surgery. I'm not board certified in it. And I would have been, but for I had a shoulder surgery that failed miserably and then healed later when I learned about regenerative medicine when I injected my own shoulder. That was a wake-up call. 
That went that pain in my shoulder went away after a failed surgery that made it worse, and it went away twelve hours after I injected myself. That's not the way this treatment usually works. To me that was a kiss on the forehead from spirit, you know, saying this is the work you're gonna do. And I had the same thing with my wrist that was injured. Um, overnight success. And, uh, you know, why would someone put a knife in and cut things out when they can stimulate tissue to grow back? And that's what we can do now with platelets from your blood or stem cells from your bone marrow. Very simple procedures. They're in and out. They're done the same day and very simple. I've been doing regenerative medicine in many different forms for the last 18 years. That's all I do all day long. Um, I've done probably 700 uh, bone marrow aspirations, none with any real side effects at all, little stiffness. These regenerative procedures do cause a little bit of stiffness afterwards, so you have to be ready for that. Let's give out the uh, call-in number and get some callers here. All righty, let's do that. one 870 5752 Let me say that again, one 870 5752 Lines are open for you right now. And we do have somebody on the line, and I my producer's window is down, so uh, let's welcome this person right on for you. That's interesting because mine's working. Okay, so <laughs> I'll take the name from you. Yeah, his name is Marty. Hi, Marty. Welcome. He's in Palmdale, and he has a tendon issue on the back of his heel, which is very, very common. So, Marty, are you with us? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you just fine. Okay, this is Dr. Mark Darrow. Have you listened to the show before? Sure have. I've also Good. attended a couple of your lectures uh, with okay. the Gary Null Health Group, too. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Where was that, down in Torrance or somewhere? Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yeah. Um, and anyway, Marty, the tendon in the back of the heel, uh, that attachment is called the Achilles tendon. Is yours sore right now? Mine is mine is sore right along the back ab- above the heel and yep. then on, on each side of the heel. Yeah. Is, it, is this... it hypertrophied or is there a lump there? No. Is it thicker than the other side? No. Okay. So yours hopefully is not too bad because what happens over time and how long have you had this this uh, condition? This I've pain? had it going on about about four weeks now. Uh, okay. I've, I had this once before. To preface things, uh, I've I've had bouts with Reiter's syndrome before, okay. and I think it may have something to do with a flare up. Yeah, it. it could. I think it's I think it's basic inflammation. Uh, I've I've had it once before. At one at one time, I had it sore enough that I, I could I could still walk okay, but I I couldn't really. Uh, put my foot behind my step very much i could lead with it but i couldn't the toe up i really couldn't do past the level point sure although i could do toe down fully and uh i i had uh an issue with it years ago where uh where uh that tendon was so tight that i was walking on kind of on the tiptoe for the better part of eight months got it and then it just leveled out and and became fine overnight so i'm seems like it's kind of a reoccurrence of that but I wonder what I might do to mitigate that sure. inflammation. Well, first, I just want to throw to, something I, I out. Anything, I didn't do anything to injure it. I know I didn't overextend it to injure it. Okay. Um, are you overweight by any chance, Marty? Uh, yeah, about 20 pounds. Okay, that's not bad. Um, usually, this thing occurs when the um, calf muscle is contracting quite a bit. So jumpers get it, uh, tennis players get it, runners get it. Um, we have someone who calls, and he's probably listening right now. His name is Jonathan. 
He's out in uh, like Thousand Oaks or so, uh, who's a long-distance runner. This guy runs every day. And these are the kind of guys, Jonathan's a psychologist, by the way. Jonathan, if you're listening, I'm giving you a little pitch. I don't remember your last name. If you want to call in, I'll give out your phone. What is it? Brower, B-R-O-W-E-R. That's it. You don't remember his phone number, though. Well, I could look it up because Jonathan and I are in the same oh, business. Yeah. Well, so he's we a cool. He's now. a cool guy. A very I like cool to. Guy. I like to give him a pitch for his uh, psychological prowess and helping people. But anyway, um, this is very common in runners and jumpers and all kinds of things. Uh, when it's very bad, it can actually rip. We have a lot of people that come in with a torn Achilles tendon. And well, I can walk on it. Uh, usually, when, if I've been setting for a while or, or lying down. When I get up, it'll be uh, just a little bit stiff and kind of sore. And if I walk on it with the foot pointed to the outside slightly, within about 20 steps, I can get normal uh, flexion out of it. Well, here's the good news. The good news is that um, regenerative medicine, usually we use platelets from your blood. We just take your blood from your arm, we spin it, and then we harvest the platelets right away and inject that. Those injections we do with a 30-gauge needle. It's teeny. It's the smallest needle you can inject with. Does, uh, that, does, that, does that tend to mitigate inflammation like this? It does. It usually heals it up. Um, I can't remember a failure. I'm sure there has been somewhere uh, where someone didn't come back or something like that. But these generally heal up. I've had people, I had a baseball player years ago whose um, one side Achilles was so bad, it was about three times the size of the other one. It was so swollen. And that went back to normal size within a couple of treatments. The other thing I like to do is put people in a walking boot, you know, the kind of looks like a ski boot that comes up to the top of the calf to Does stop that limit the stretch of movement or something. Yes, exactly. Now we've got to move on. I just want to say one last thing before we let you go, Marty. Writer syndrome, which is what you said you have, is generally affecting more young men and it's characterized by arthritis and believe it or not, conjunctivitis, you know, in the eyes. And your yeah, urethritis. Well mind flares up typically it it makes my I, I get I, severe iritis. Okay, there you go. Redness. And and they think that it's associated with chlamydia, which is which could be a sexually transmitted disease, which doesn't sound like that's your issue, but you might just look into that. Anyway, we got to move on. So, Nita, can you Thank see you the call so screen much, board I've, now? I have everything back up, and okay. we're going to go to Penny in West Covina. Hey, Penny, Dr. Mark Darrow, you've got neck and shoulder injury. What happened to you? Yeah, I think it's just basic wear and tear. I did. I was rear-ended, and I fell out of a tree. But um, oh my uh, God, how old wow. were you? I was a little, little. I was only about ten or twelve, but I fell in the sitting position, so I did damage to my upper spine a little bit. Yeah, but they didn't kind of really figure it out until I was having pains when I got older. So I've been dealing with it for about ten years. Okay, so let me just let me say from, one yeah, thought, and okay. then I'll let you go on. The uh, People have a lot of injuries when they're when they're not really cognizant of what that means, meaning they're kids, and they think it heals up. But a little tweak to your neck from that fall from the tree over the many years. What age are you now? Um, Fifty-four. Okay, over those years, so that's been what forty-five years, maybe ago it happened. Um, yeah. Well, well, from the instability, start creating arthritis. And you may have arthritis in your neck or in your shoulder, really as a result of something you never thought was a big issue. And it can be from any trauma. And over the years, the joints try to stabilize themselves by the bones overgrowing. We call that, um, you know, hypertrophy of the bones. 
and uh, that may be what's going on. But needless to say, I want to mention something else. Every one of my patients comes in and they tell me a story about what they think might have caused it. And, you know, I like to know that, but it's not all that relevant because sometimes they go, do you think it was this, that, that, or that? And I go, it's not really relevant what happened. What's more relevant is what you have today. Let's fix it. So, so, you know, you know, you were in a car accident, you fell down, blah, blah, blah. The point is you've got to get someone to touch your neck and move your shoulder and move you around to see where the pain's coming from. I don't trust x-rays or MRIs. The studies coming in now show that people with zero pain have pathology, meaning something wrong with their body in the area where uh, nothing is happening. So we have to be really careful not to get surgery based on an MRI. I have way too many patients who come in, they've had a surgery, let's pretend it's their shoulder, their knee, their neck, their back, whatever. And uh, it didn't get better, it got worse. And they say the doctor never touched their body. I go, what do you mean? They said they put an an MRI up or an x-ray up and they decided to do surgery based on that. Well, that to me is not the right way to go about things. It's more important to touch the body and move it and find out where the pain is being generated from. I like the films as a backup, but not as the primary mover. Does that make sense to you, Penny? Yeah, and I'm glad to hear that because I I do not want to get surgery. I feel like I could hopefully get help without getting surgery. Well, again, someone has to touch that and find out where the pain's being generated from. Most injuries are more ligamentous than herniated discs or meniscal tears. Uh, Like I say, I've got endless numbers of people that come in with meniscal tears and they get better using platelet-rich plasma or stem cells. Well, that's what I'm hoping because I'm, the last doctor I went to said there is a meniscal tear, and it just there's just days it gets so aggravated where the pain is just it's just it's it, um, affecting my quality of life. I just it's, and yeah. I don't want to be on pain meds the rest of my life. Well, I get you, and you know the thing. One more thing I want to say about the meniscal tear is just as an example of anything else in the body that that you think is causing pain. Um, the people I treat with meniscal tears. When I look after the ultrasound, after their pain is gone, they still have a meniscal tear. What does that tell you, Penny? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, the meniscal tear <laughs> is not ca- the meniscal tear is not causing the pain. Oh, okay. It's very common for active people to have meniscal tears. That doesn't mean they have pain. Oh, okay. It's very common for people to have rotator cuff tendonitis, tendonitis, tendinosis, or tears and not have pain. It's very common for people to have stenosis in their back or herniated discs and not have pain. And then I get people that have those things, and the doctor says, well, we need to operate on you to fix it when it's not where the pain is coming from. So I get all the failed surgeries, so, you know, my in my head, surgery doesn't work. But, you know, no, I, have, I, know I have a jaundiced people. view. I know a few people that have had surgery and it hasn't helped, so I'm def- definitely that's not the route I want to take, even if I was a candidate. But I, I am at a point where I've been dealing with it for 10 years, and I, I, it's so funny, I'm listening to this radio station, and a friend of mine just a couple days ago said something about Regenics, and then here you're talking about it. So I'm definitely Well, Re- Regenics is a company out of um, 
I forgot the city. It's very close to Denver, and uh, they do the kind of work I do. They're uh, franchised. There's um, a chiropractor friend of mine who owns at least three of those clinics, uh, one in Beverly Hills, one in Oceanside, and I think one in San Rafael. And uh, that's the kind of work that helps people. Um, I'm not saying to go to Regenics or to go to me. That's up to you. You go on the Google and you find all the guys that do this stuff and you see what you want to do. I've been doing it the longest. I think I do the most of it, but I could be wrong. Um, This is all I've been doing for 18 years. And where are you located? I'm in West L.A., just on Wilshire, uh, across the uh, freeway from UCLA. Oh, okay. That's not far because I'm just about 30 miles outside of L.A. So, what Well, you know, my average, my average patient is driving about two hours to get to me, so you're not too yeah, far uh-huh. away. But, you know, take this down. A couple of things I want you to look at. One is the website, which is www.prpmd.com. I'm going to repeat that. PRP and then MD. Dot com And you can email me through that on every page. And then okay. the, the phone number to call in to get more information, you could do that right now or after the show, is 800-300-9300. And I'll repeat that for people grabbing their pencils. 800-300-9300. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. I'm, I'm, look very, look, I'm looking forward to it. I, it sounds like you're, I have some hope here. Yeah. Well, there is a lot of hope with the things you have. They don't seem very bad to me. Okay. That's, I'm, <laughs> well, there's a reason I was listening to this, uh, this channel. Um, thank, okay, thank you, well, Penny. Um, thank you so much. We're going to move on to Carmen. We are, but first let me tell you, reminder, we are here Saturdays at 1 o'clock, Sundays at 2 p.m. on 870 a.m., and our number for you to call in right now, lines are open for you, 1-866-870-5752. And now we'll go to Carmen in Ventura. Hey, Carmen, hang there. I'm going to announce a symposium that I'm going to be speaking at tomorrow, which is Sunday the 6th, and that is at uh, the Universal Sheraton. It's from approximately 12 o'clock to 12.30 the subject matter is going to be a PowerPoint. If I ever actually read the slides, which I usually don't, I usually put the PowerPoint up and then I look at the first slide and then I just talk off the top of my head. Slides are kind of boring, I think, to people, but we'll see. At any rate, that's the Cancer Control Symposium. It's a wonderful convention. There's usually about a thousand people there and I'm looking forward to it. So you have a bunion. Is it on both feet or is it on one? Yeah, yeah, but worse on my on my left. Uh, okay. On my left. Uh, so let me foot. let me talk a little bit about that. Okay. Bunions are from uh, instability on the bottom of the foot, where the fascia is loose in a sense, and people lose their arch. So when they step down, the pressure is on that first metatarsal joint, mm. and that starts hypertrophying and becoming arthritic. And it's usually, um, I see it more with women because they wear high heels that don't support the feet. Right. Or tight shoes can do it. So what we need to do with them is if it's very large and it's a cosmetic issue, I can't fix the cosmetics. You have to cut that off. If it's just painful, then we will inject that with PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and stabilize that joint and a lot of these things I see are all red and swollen when they come in, and the swelling goes down very quickly with PRP 
and the pain often will go away. I also make orthotics, which are little arch supports for the bottom of the foot. And mm-hmm. I put people in a walking boot so when they toe off in their gait pattern, in their ambulation pattern, uh, they're not stretching that joint out anymore. Is the boot, the boot something one has to wear all the time or just at night? or? No, it's it's the opposite of at night. It's more when you're walking. Oh, okay. Hang with us because it sounds like we're yeah, going into a break. Yeah, uh, and Carmen, while we're gone, uh, turn your radio all the way off so you're not echoing. Thank you so much. Stay with us. This is Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. We are taking your calls at one 870 And please grab a pen because you're about to hear some really important information I want you to jot down and stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Dr. Darrow's practice is located at the Darrow Stem Cell Institute in West Los Angeles. To schedule an appointment, call 1-800-300-9300. That's 1-800-300-9300. Dr. Darrow will be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. <laughs> 